You're like an OG ghoster. I am. I'm an OG ghoster. Like I ghosted real hard and real hurtful. It's like the girl from Bridesmaids. It is not me. I am. <laughs> I am Mrs. Inglacius. <laughs> you could actually picture me doing that. Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Paducci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious stories in between, join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. You know what I hate about this is that this mic is so high it covers my fucking eyeballs <laughs> so I can't like I can't see anything it's as big as your head honey it's so stupid <laughs> like if you were to duck down I wouldn't be able to see your head anyways okay what should we talk about this week oh, I thought we were really bang set on last night about childhood memories <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were kidding All that stupid shit when you were a kid, and like, oh, where are they now? Like Rugrats. Whatever happened to the Rugrats? Wow, we never would have got along as friends. I hated Caillou. I hated the Rugrats. Well, I didn't watch the Rugrats, but you know what I mean? Like Saved by the Bell, California Dreams. What's California Dreams? What, honey, Jake? Oof. Honey, I did. I was a big Saved by the Bell fan. Mm. I did I... just try watching the reboot. It was really not good. The reboot. Yeah, so like all the old characters are old and they have kids and the kids go to the school. It's not good. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a deal breaker because I'll log off right now. Did you watch Full House? Of course I watched Full House. I'm just checking. Uncle Jesse? Come mm-hmm. on. Yes. <laughs> Rebecca was really lucky. Yeah, she was. I also had a really big crush on Steve. DJ's boyfriend? Yeah, he was cute. He was cute, but you could tell that I don't think he'd be that good in bed. Honey, you were seven. Yeah, but now that I, th- I, can, I can think of him now, I can vividly remember him coming through the, that kitchen door. He was just yeah, a- I mean, if I looked at him now, I wouldn't actually think he was attractive. I'm talking about when I watched the show, I thought he was cute. Oh, yeah, he was pretty cute. Um. I, I think I've already told this story on the podcast, how I wanted to be, Mich- what's their names? Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen so bad that I used to cut my hair. Like short, like to my chin. I was cutting my hair to my chin to be like them. Do you remember those um, plastic Crayola scissors? Yes. Still had the metal blade, but they were plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't actually cut and then it would bend, your hair would bend a little bit. No, they cut the hair. No. <laughs> I <didn't- laughs> I just had this like visualization. I was sitting on on the floor next to my mom's side of the bed. So I was in, I had the audacity to do it in my mom's bedroom, you know. Run in, cut a piece, couple, cut a couple pieces of my hair. Ma, did you cut your hair? Hair's a ruin. No. <laughs> oh no. my god! Evan's mom was telling me this story about. Um, I feel like we talk about Evan a lot. If you don't know, Evan's my boyfriend, by the way. I feel like we say his name and nobody knows who that is. And his mom was telling me a story how they had a cat. And you can totally picture Evan doing this. And the cat had these really big whiskers. Oh, no. 
and Evan decided to cut no. one side of the whiskers only. And so his two brothers and him were, I don't I think they were in the living room or something at the time. Don't cats need whiskers to like balance? Is that a lie? Yeah. So then the other okay. side did end up falling off and then they grew back. So because the, the, the cat was like walking around like <laughs> only in one direction and stuff. Like it was messed up. What it was really guy? bad. And Evan's brothers. <laughs> so his mom's like, who cut the cat's whiskers? <laughs> and like his two brothers are kind of like, whoa, cool. Like, let me look. Like, so cool. <laughs> and Evan's sitting there and like, you know how cheeky he is, right? He's just sitting there and he's like, well, that would be me. <laughs> so proud of himself, like batting his big eyes. Well, that would be me. <laughs> oh I never God. admitted to anything when I was younger, but I feel like, it would have worked better than, you know, my, the, like, best, the best part about lying when you're a kid, though. Like, who else would have cut my hair? <laughs> well, like, pre- precisely. Like, like, no, I remember the first time I shaved my legs. <laughs> I can see where this podcast is going. We got a lot of first I, coming up. Okay. I remember the first time I shaved my legs. And I I feel like I was really young. Like, I was 10, okay? Mm -hmm. And I kept asking mom, like, I want to shave my legs. I want to shave my legs. She said, no, no, no. She always said, no. Too young. You're too young. It's the fucking audacity, okay? Like, I'm 10 years old with Italian, like... (laughs) You're 10 years old wanting to shave your legs? (laughs) I'm, like, 10 years old. I'm in, like, grade four, okay? And I have fucking, like, Italian black hair on my legs, you know? Like, you get dark hair when you're a kid. Maybe it's not thick, but it's dark. Yeah, and then and it becomes noticeable to you. Like, it's not it okay. It becomes noticeable, especially, like, when you're 10, you're 11, you're 12, you're in that age where, like, kids are, like, you know, they're looking at each other. And they're – did your gym have this thing called the climbers? It's, like, you could pull them out of the wall, and it was, like, ladders and yeah. ropes. And, okay, so there was, like, a section of the year that all the classes would get to do the climbers. And of course, when you're in the climbers, there were rules. Like you had to be in shorts and t-shirts to do the climbers. I didn't want to wear shorts because my mom didn't let me shave my legs. So I went and I took one of like, I took like one, I'm pretty sure it's one of those cheap like Bic razors. I took something from the cupboard and I went upstairs to the bathroom, shaved my legs. Dry? Like, like with I don't even remember how I, how I did it. If it was dry, if it was whatever it is, I sliced my leg. And I remember having to go down to my mom. I'm pretty sure she was on the phone or something with another mom. (laughs) This is a little bit blurry, but I'm pretty sure I walked down to the kitchen. She was on the phone with another mom up the street. And I was like, I think I like asked her like a bandaid or something to clean my cut. And she's like, oh, how'd you? I was like, oh, no. She's like, did you shave your legs? And I was like, no, I have no hair on my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Blood dripping down one leg. Bic razor in your hand. No, ma. Did you shave your legs? No, I have no hair on my legs. No, just an insect. No, full on lie. No. <laughs> like as a mom, I feel they must have got a real freaking kick out of it. Like, did you do that? No, it's like right in front of you. Like, did you shave your head? No, you're bald. Like, I feel like they just must have got such a kick out of it. I would not want it. I would not want to be my mom. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you couldn't have been that bad, honey. I'm That's gonna follow up bad. with Franny. I'm gonna follow yeah, up with was- Franny. I was not a good kid. I could not sure. see you. Uh, 
I could not see you being bad. Okay. What was like the worst thing you did as a teenager? I did a lot of bad stuff. I just like, I don't know. I feel like I was just such a lost teenager. I don't know. Like, but I like probably- think I, I like look back into all the schools that I went to. I don't know. I just never really felt like I had like a a group of girlfriends until my late 20s. I was someone who like like was kind of like friends with everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't really feel like I had like I would like had like best friends really. Right. Until my 20s. And I didn't really like going to school like at all. I hated it actually. Mm. My mom used to like Net, well, she didn't laugh at the time, but afterwards she would always she would always say, "You were the weirdest person." Like I I never knew anyone to like go to school but like not go to class. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. I don't think I necessarily. I hated the. I hated parts of it. There was definitely parts of it where I hated it. Um. And I've definitely, like, wanted to, like, transfer schools. Like, I did not have, like, the greatest experience in high school. But I definitely motherfucking hated it. And now I look back on it and I'm like, meh, wasn't that bad. No, I wouldn't want to do it again. I would never do it again. And I learned so much that I will teach my kids because um, I would say that my high school experience was less than ideal. But my grade 11 and 12 year was amazing. That's where I met my friends that I have, like, I always knew them, but they became my friends that I have to date are the ones that I was with in grade 11 and 12. Mm, no, not resonating with me. <laughs> it's actually interesting because we're sitting here talking about it. And as soon as we got to like teenage years, mm-hmm. I just, I'm sitting here like full of anxiety, like my body hurts. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is it because of the friend thing? I don't know. I'm just sitting here and I, I just all of these. It's like there's so many things coming to me right now mm-hmm. that my body is just like, no, no, I, I just I don't want I would I wouldn't do it again. Mm. So, I wouldn't do like I wouldn't do fucking 15 to 23 over like I would not want to do that over again. I wouldn't want to do 13 to <laughs> 21 again. Yeah. No, actually, the year that I was 17 years old, you've met uh, – have you met Lara? I don't think you've met Lara. I shouldn't say her name on the podcast, but she's a legend, so I can. Uh, had one of the best years of our lives. We were 17 years old. And most of my stories come from when we were 17. It was, it was just – the. It was, we, had the, we had the best, the best times. We still talk about it. It's all we talk about when we hang out. It's like we are just getting high off of these things that we used to do. But besides that year, I'd – I just don't know. Like, if I have kids in the future, I'm already a little bit, like, (laughs) like, talking to my child as it exists. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the fuck they think they're going to try and pull over my eyes. There's going to be nothing. (laughs) Okay, I feel like we have a lot of moms and, like, new moms that listen to the podcast and stuff like that. I feel like, okay, what are some things that you would – Okay, how would you discipline your kids? Because I'm trying to think, like, when I got disciplined, it was not good. That's the thing. I don't know how because you got, I think as you get older, you have more respect for your parents because I try and think, like, think about how young my mom was when she had me. Like, 
I'm I'm 31 now. I would have been like eight, okay? Eight, like my mom had me at 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. So imagine like you're 31 with a seven-year-old. Imagine me with a seven-year-old right now. Imagine. No, honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> so when, when you think back and you put it into that perspective, yeah, I don't actually know what I would do. But I honestly do think, Ma's obviously listening. Sorry, Ma. But I honestly do think she was so strict with me. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not that the intention's bad. Of course, like you're so protective of your kid. You probably just like want them in a bubble. But at the same time, I feel like I hid a lot from my mom because I knew the answer would either be no or it didn't feel like a safe space to go talk to her. Mm-hmm. So like what's the fine line of having rules that your kids need to follow for their safety and like their well-being to also creating a safe space where you know they're going to come into like, you know, like experimenting with boys or like people are going to be doing drugs at school or like going to parties or whatever. Like how do you create like a safe space where they feel like they can come talk to you so you can guide them through experiences? Because I feel like ultimately – like, I wonder if I would have rebelled so much if my mom just, like, everything was always no. She's going to listen to this. I'm going to get a fucking phone call after this. And she's going to be like, I didn't say no to everything. And be like, yes, honey, you did. So I feel like our parents, I think our moms are quite similar in a sense. Because I feel like I got the no all the time with no explanation as to why. No explanation. So I always I looked at my so. mom. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It was like, no, why? Because I said so. Well, why? Because I'm the parent. And I'm like. That's such a bad example. Like, I will never say to my kids, no, because I'm the parent. I would depends say. Depends on what it is. It really depends on what it is. Yeah. Can I have that last thing in the fridge? No, because I said <laughs> Can I sign this detention form? No. No. <laughs> but I just feel like it, there was never an explanation. So I feel like going into parenthood, I would definitely, I'm going to say no to my kids. But a lot of the reasons why we say no are from things we see like on the news, things mm-hmm. from our experience mm-hmm. and things that have happened. Like you can't, now I look back, I'm like, wow, like I really can't blame my mom. My dad really never said no, but I can't really blame my my mom and dad for saying no. But at the time, because they never said why, I had no respect. I thought they didn't understand anything. I literally thought that they literally thought they just came out of the womb and like don't understand life. Because yeah. I was just, I was like, there's no credibility to why you're saying no to me. And I'm not you know dumb. What, though? Think of the generational gaps. Like, think of how much changes from when Ma was a kid to when Ma was a parent. So she's only going off base of what she knows, plus, like, what's going on in the world. And then you have this whole other generational gap of, like, we're going to be having kids if we have kids in like our thirties, look how much has changed in like 30 years and how we see things. So if you think of it that way, it's a little bit fucked up. In what way though? Like, of course I can't parent the same way that my mom did because it's not the same as what it was 30 years ago. You know what I mean? But Ma's basing her parenting off of her mom. Yeah. Like when you say it's that, I think. It's not the 60s think... anymore, Franny. <laughs> <laughs> Franny, knock off, knock off of it. it. See, when you, when you say when that. I was in school, like that was in the motherfucking 80s. Like it doesn't mean anything to me. No. And I think that things were a little bit more 
Things that are more strict now, we're more relaxed in our parent, like, for example, hanging out on your street. That's not really a thing anymore. You don't just go out on the street by yourself anymore. You don't go play Nikki Nikki Nine Door. You don't go to just little Susie's house next door and ask her to play. You don't do Maybe that we anymore. we lived in residential areas, though. But even then, I have a lot of friends that live in residential areas, and it's like if your kid's going out to play, there is a parent outside at all times. It was when I grew up. It's like get the hell out of the house. Go, go play hockey with your brother. Go skip around. Go draw chalk on the ground. Go do something. My yeah, parents we were lived at a dead end, like right next to a park, so yeah. we're always. Just... I wasn't allowed to be on. Okay, 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 okay. I have things to talk about. What were rules that you fucking hated that you constantly broke all the time? For me, I was not allowed to be on MSN. Mm. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out. And my mom, I'm still mad at you for that. Like, so you never had MSN? Oh, I had MSN. Oh, okay. The amount of times I got caught <laughs> still on MSN, but it's like, you're literally telling me I can't go chat with my fucking friends on MSN. The whole school is chatting and I like, there are just certain rules I still can't comprehend. Mm. I feel like all of my rules I can semi comprehend, like the ones that come to my mind immediately. Like, are you talking like, I'm talking teenage years. I can't really remember things that I was told no to as a kid. Like, from like seven till 12. I don't really remember. Teenage with high school. I feel like it wasn't as bad in high school. I definitely, I had, I definitely had flexibility in high school. I definitely went to a better high school than what I went to in terms of like middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like had my parents lax up a little bit. But yeah, I definitely remember going and I think I think actually I did remember calling my mom to pick me up from a party one day because like everyone was drinking. Mm, see, I was never allowed to go to parties. I I went to them definitely when I was like, I want to say like grade 11 or 12. Yeah, I think but I don't 12 think was like when grade, I was. I don't think like grade like nine. And it was always like, like sleepovers weren't really allowed either. I don't remember no. sleeping until like, it's like whose house you're going, who's there, let me talk to the mom, like. You know, but at the end of the day, like that makes sense. Now that I think about it, unless I was very familiar with the parents and my child had stayed there multiple, like then that's a, that's a go. But yeah, I was never allowed sleepovers, parties like maybe in grade 12. I was never allowed in cars with boys. Um, oh yeah, driving. I remember I went on a, like a, like kind of like a date with someone. Oh my God, this is fucking wild. I'll tell you a funny story. I guess like this, this episode, we're just going on a trip down memory lane, memory lane. So, I'm going to be so embarrassed if he, there's no way this guy would be listening, so whatever, but I'm going to say it anyways. So, when I was, I actually, one of my first schools, I went to a French immersion school, and why are you laughing? I used to be able to speak French. Well, I was going to ask you to, like, say some stuff in French, but. I was, like, I, I, honestly, a few years of that, when you're super young, because we would get in trouble for speaking English, like at my school you were not allowed to speak English hmm. at all everything was in French and you're, you're a child so you soak it up like you learn a language no problem and I think I was in French immersion until I was one grade two so let's say like eight or nine went back to an English school and then had to go into like regular ass basic French where they don't fucking teach you anything except how to conjugate verbs and like 
the days of the week and counting to 20. But anyways, not the point. So I was in this school and I remember having the first crush of my entire life. The first crush. What was his name? His, his name was Kale. And it's so funny because when I look at like our class pictures, I die. I die. I also look like I was in this dress that looked like a fucking Sailor Moon costume. Come on, I didn't have good taste. Mama. <laughs> anyway, so I remember being like super like six-year-old in love with Kale. And I have no fucking idea how I connected with this guy. But I ended up going on like a fun little date with him when I was in grade 12. Did we find each other on like Facebook or something? I have no idea. But somehow... Kale and I ended up hanging out a couple of times and I think we went like bowling or something and my parents dropped me off and my mom said like how's he getting there da 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 I said he's driving my mom said you're not allowed to get in a car with anybody so I was like what like if we want to go do something else I have to say like sorry my mom won't let me like I, I, I remember have to that like combo. Yeah, yeah, like wait, I have to wait here to get fucking picked up. Sorry. Like I'm literally like 18 at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm 18. Like you're cramping my style. Let me hang out with my six-year-old crush. Okay. <laughs> but of course I didn't listen. I said, let's just go and hang out at my house. So we drove back to my house and my parents weren't home and we hung out. And I remember after my parents being like, How did you get here? And I was like, I walked. <laughs> Obviously, just like sassing them, I walked. <laughs> but I remember, like, there were certain things like that where it's just like, how protective <laughs> that stupid smirk you put on your face. I can just see it. I walked. Yeah, sarcasm was a thing throughout my entire life. Um, yeah, that was so funny that I ended up hang- I ended up hanging out with Kale a few times. Even like a few years later, we had connected a couple times. So funny. That's interesting. I imagine, the- imagine like reconnecting with your grade, like your six-year-old crush, and then like throwing down a makeout with him in your twenties. Raunchy. It's immaculate. Yeah, it is pretty immaculate. <laughs> I specifically remember the first time I got into a car with a guy, and I remember it just being this like exhilarating. Oh my god! I'm in the front seat with a. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is, like, straight out of the movies. I'm an adult. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm an adult. (laughs) Shit's happening. It's going Mm -hmm. down. I'm growing Mm -hmm. up. I got to do all the things. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm here. Here I am. It's like Rydell High in Greece or something, you know? You just feel like you're, you know? Like, I don't know. Go get fries. Go get an ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I remember that very specifically. What did we do in high school? Because, like, it's not like we were going for coffees or drinks movies yeah and those yeah. those there was movies there was dances yeah where else did we go on dates to be honest it was just food and then you'd go to their house and watch a movie and their parents would be home remember that yeah. i actually had when i was in high school he was in his early 20s and he worked with my mom and i'd wow. always go visit my mom That's at work what you having a little fling with your mom's coworker? Oh, honey, it gets real good. So <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. Really nice guy. I was a complete asshole to him. And he worked at my mom's work. And I, my friend Riley and I, we'd always, you met Riley at my birthday. We'd always go 
see my mom after it was like kind of like what else are you gonna do after school like I'm not doing homework I'm not doing that and no I was really no homework no no way and we played a lot of sports Riley and I played a lot of sports it was pretty rare for us to have you know nothing to do after school but as we got older we stopped playing and whatever and you'd always see me and I don't oh I think my mom introduced me to him and my mom Big loved mistake. him my ma loved him okay she loved him and there's these two guys that worked with my mom that always told my mom how beautiful I was. And they'd always ask when I was coming in and like, you know, Ma loved it. Whenever I got praise, mom ate it up. She was never like, don't, don't talk to her. She was like, that's right. Because right. Ma didn't understand the intentions. No, she was a little bit, she just pretty much wanted me to get married and have kids. And she still wants mm-hmm. that, right? Whether it was mm-hmm. happening when I was 18, whatever or not. So Ma was working on the arranged marriages is what you're saying, maybe. Real real early, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think okay. I was – so at this time I was 16 years old. So he asks my mom to take me on a date, then comes to my house and asks my dad if he can take me on a date. No. Oh, yeah. He asked Pa? He asked Pa. Knock at How the door. old was he? He was 20 – 20 he was about four or five years older than me asking Um, a 16 year old out yeah Mm. I know that he can go to the bars I think he was 19 turning 20 he wasn't he wasn't 21 he was 19 20 somewhere in there I want to say he was four years older than me and uh oh my god I loved it. I was like, oh my God. And then I was like telling everybody like I'm dating this older guy, blah, 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 and like all this stuff. And then I got sick of him. I got tired of him. I got bored of him. So one time he kept calling me. I never answered. He asked my mom what was going on and she didn't know what to say. And then he just saw me randomly walking down the street one day and I acted like I didn't know him because I just didn't, and I didn't know how to break up with somebody. I'm like 16. How the hell do you break up with somebody? I'm 16 years old. I'm like, I literally just don't want to talk to you anymore. And that's how it ended. But we had a good run. We were dating for a little bit. And like his mom loves, it was really sweet, actually. You're like an OG ghoster. I am. I'm an OG ghoster. Like I ghosted real hard and real hurtful. Like who does that? I saw him on the street acted like I didn't know who he was. It's like, it's like the girl from Bridesmaids. It is not me. I am. <laughs> I am Mrs. Inglacius. <laughs> you could actually picture me doing that too. Oh, uh, it is so not sorry. Me. Oh, oh. Oh, sorry, it's actually not me. It's Sophia Vegata. Jennifer K. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Anyways, trips down memory lane. It gets good, hey, when you really start thinking about it. You have to really sit and keep talking, though, and really dig. I think that's one of the funnest yeah. things you can do with your girlfriends is to grab some wine and go in the rabbit hole. Don't get, like, too – like, not bad things, but, like, things like this, things that you never thought that you'd be able to talk about and laugh and you're sitting here over 10 years later laughing about them, 15 years later laughing about them. Like, I remember my first breakup with a guy. I literally printed his picture off of the net off of Nexopia, put it on my wall, played sad country music, and cried on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. You made him a death shrine? <laughs> you had a death shrine. And I remember I had a, a cork board and I would like a bulletin board and I'd put his photos up and cry and sit there and cry. And honey, it was not good. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I had a couple of high school heartbreaks for sure. Those are the worst because you literally feel like your life is over. It's the weirdest thing. You want to hear a fucking high school scandal? Mm. 
Mm -hmm. I'll tell you about a high school scandal. So I actually did in grade 12 remember being like best friends with this one girl. Like finally found like my best, like we were just so tight, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was dating this guy. Mm -hmm. Do we I hate was her? dating this guy. Oh, we fucking hate this bitch. Okay, good. Yeah. I was dating this guy and well, now I don't, but at the time, like now I'm over it. We're we're in high school. I don't care anymore. But you're old enough to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I don't think we were dating anymore. Or maybe we're, I can't remember. Anyways, doesn't even fucking matter. For some reason, we were doing something and I his where was i i think i opened my hotmail but it was still logged into his hotmail okay for whatever reason so i open my like i go on the computer and the hotmail still open and i see her name in his email and i click on it (laughs) and this is the picture no But, but hold on literally that exact same angle no bra full tits Shut up. Oh, honey, I'm not lying. That's a grade 12 scandal right there. And I said, there's no fucking way my best friend just put her titties in my man's hotmail inbox. That's brutal. Mm. Brutal. Fucking bitch. What a fucking bitch. Yeah. What? I hated high school. I start mm. thinking of all these things. I'm just like, I, I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I got some skeletons in the closet too about high school. And there's fucking webcams. Yikes. Ooh. Yeah. No bueno. There's definitely some people in high school that uh, their names, their photos. <laughs> if you, you guys didn't see the video. So Jen and I are talking on Zoom and I – I stood up and I reenacted. I'm sitting at my desk and I fully flashed her. Um, still had a <laughs> That's a, bra a nice on, bra, honey. That a nice one? red. No, it's my it's my go-to when I want to feel good. Nice red lingerie bra. Mm, Probably nice. just on my nips. I just looked up above my computer and the person across the street's like literally staring at me. <laughs> Give him away. <laughs> Give him away. Uh, anyways. I remember one time these guys at school, I'm gonna call them boys, were bullying me so bad. That I stayed home from school for three weeks. And you bet your ass that Pa walked into that school daily <laughs> to talk to my counselor, who was also my basketball coach. Um, pa walked in there and raised a fucking shitstorm to the point where the counselor had to ask my dad to no longer come back into the school until... Like, he was allowed in there, but, like, if he was going to act like that, no. And my dad fought so hard that the boys that bullied me – so every year, you know how there's a graduate – there's, like, a trip for the grads? My dad made sure they didn't go on it. It was their graduating year, and my dad was like, if you guys aren't going to punish these students for bullying my daughter, my dad fought every day to make their life fucking hell, hell. They, they weren't allowed on their grad trip. They weren't allowed in some classes. They had to avoid certain – like, there was certain – like, like w- with my classes in the hallways, they had to avoid them. My dad went down there and was like, "These are my daughter's classes. This is where she. This is how. This is where she walks." And the counselor, like, it was fucked, honey. And I looked Bullied? at it's fucked. It's fucked. It was really bad at one time. I lost most of my friends. Um, there are still a group of uh, girls 
and like they like they have me on Instagram I know and some of them don't but there's and I'll I'll obviously be nice like to their face and like whatever like what you know I'll see them on the street or I'll see them out or like randomly like but the traumatization from that that mm-hmm. I still hold mm-hmm. no yeah I'll only I got bullied on- a bunch too but yeah. it was like that secret bully like kind of behind my back mm. like one just kind of like people would like make things up and then it would it's like everyone knew but I didn't know and then I was like hey what's going on then all of a sudden I had no friends and I'm like I literally don't know why I don't have friends yeah that happened to me before I was getting written about on the bathroom stalls kids are fucked they're fucked honestly they're fucked it really makes me it really makes me question having kids I also question having kids once I got a puppy a because the amount of work that dog caused me but it's wild like how many people will say to me oh I'll take your dog and I'm like you're not fucking taking my dog yeah so imagine being a parent with like a human you know I get it yeah I was actually understand like a fraction of it I was talking to um one of my best girlfriends on the phone yesterday and she just had a baby and we were talking about that like the amount of especially when it's a newborn I can't imagine as a newborn but anyways um her baby's a newborn and I can't even imagine like the like the anxiety and like it's crazy she like her and I were talking about it like how I can understand why parents carry these like not controlling but kind of controlling and possessive controlling. yeah mm-hmm. traits because it's kind of like I have literally cradled you mm-hmm. to this point and it's mm-hmm. like I have protected you with every ounce of my being I've lost sleep my anxieties are the roof I've lost hair mm-hmm. like I've literally breathed your safety mm-hmm. and oh and now you're going to be like fuck you mom I'm going out in the world with Joe and we're going to go drive in his fucking Mustang that's actually his dad's and we're going to go to a bonfire and we're going to get fucking drunk and wasted and you have nothing to say about it oh but you're going to tell me no who the fuck are you it's like that you know I don't know do you do you know how strict <laughs> I was when people would come over to play with Charles and I would basically tell people if they didn't follow my rules about interacting with my puppy, they couldn't come over. Yes. I know a couple people specifically you told to no longer come over. Adam Chilton, if you're <laughs> thinking listening to this. Honey, Adam. That exact moment with Adam is when I first said, this must be what double parenting is like. He just wanted to be the cool uncle though. And he is. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> This is my dog, who's a real bad boy, that I'm spending hundreds of dollars to work with the trainer to make him a good boy. Mm-hmm. You want to fuck up your own dog? Go get your own dog. Don't fuck up mine. And look at my dog now. It's been a journey. Yeah, it was a journey. I was definitely afraid. When you asked me that one day to watch him, I took it as a complete honor. <laughs> and I didn't I was, even ask you to watch him. I literally just told you to go put food in his bowl. Yeah, I stayed for an hour and played with him. <laughs> yeah, I and stayed. And now you buy him toys and we name them Malachi. <laughs> Last night when you messaged me, you're like, I, so I got Charles, a little duck. So he has all these stuffed animals and honey comes up with these like very bodacious, very cool, interesting. Um, sometimes I wouldn't go as far to call them cool, but I'm they're questionable that... names. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like there's bear bear, like not just like, Oh, go get your bear. It's like bear bear. No, um, bear bear. Bear bear. Okay. Bear bear. bear. There's a few other one. Mr. Fox. That's Mr. standard. Fox? 
Give me Crayola. some other ones. Crayola pissed my pants about that one last night. <laughs> it's a little crayola. It's honestly, whatever the name is, I don't think about it. Mm. It will just, I'll just be like, oh, and then I, it says, like I say it, and then that's the name. So there's Mr. Fox, there's Bebear, there's Lammy. <laughs> that's so, the one that I'm like questionable. Lammy. <laughs> Lammy, the llama. So, so I'm out shopping one day naturally crayola, at HomeSense. Crayon. Mm, yeah. I'm at HomeSense naturally and I want to get, you know, little Bubba a gift. And I was like, well, I want to give him a stuffed animal that has like the cool, like I just want it to be a cool name. Like it's mm-hmm. my name. I named it. So it's this stupid little cute duck. I couldn't handle it. I was like, I don't care what, like, I don't care. I'm buying this duck. And then Honey and I are exchanging gifts. And we're like, what should we call him? Like, Honey Quack? Like, Quack Quack? Like, Mr. Duck? Like, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> fictional character in the, I'd say, to date, uh, is Malachi from Save the Last Dance. <laughs> and that's who we named him after. <laughs> You said, let's name him Malachi, and I said, okay, and I stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, and then last night, Honey's like, Charles just took Malachi to bed. Nice, but <laughs> pissed my, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> because I didn't see him come into the room, right? <laughs> the room's kind of like dark, and then all of a sudden, I just see like, my bed's high up, so his like, head come above the bed, Yeah. and he's holding Malachi in his mouth, and he looks at me, and he tilts his head, and I almost passed out. I was laughing <laughs> so hard, and I'm just like, and then I... I leave to go brush my teeth and I come back. Charles does this thing where if he really wants my attention, if I'm working all day, if I can't really give him what he needs, he will go find his toys one by one and then he'll bring them to me and I'll look down and there's a pile of like six toys. He brings them Mm. all to me being like, bitch, it's time to play. Yeah, that sounds like parenting. Yeah. And uh, I get into bed and literally every toy that's in the house is is with him on the bed. And I was like, wow. Malachi and the whole fucking squad pulled up to bed tonight. <laughs> the whole squad's here. Gang's all here. Turned squad off the is here. He just passed right out with all of his fucking Aww. toys. And then obviously I toss and turn in the middle of the night and there's like 17 dog toys in my bed. Aww, fucking circus Bubba. in house. Little Bubba. Little well, Bubba. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we need to give this a little bit of a recap because I feel like the recap can be real good. Kind of like the end of chapters. Oh, quick question. Where are you at with Girl, Wash Your Face? You know what? I haven't read in two days, so I'm a little bit behind. We'll save that. We'll do a little book update next week. Okay. You're going to – yeah. The the chapters keep getting – they're pretty – I like them. They're pretty good. I will say I'm struggling a little bit, and someone else mentioned this in the Facebook group. Again, if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to last week's or maybe you missed it on Instagram, Heidi and I started a book club, and um, the book club happens over in our Facebook group. So you can head over to the link in my bio. You can tap tap it, and there's a little, little button there. It says join the Honey group. In there, you'll see the book that we're reading, and it's gotten a lot of interest. Either girls are excited to read it, or they've been like, I've read it, and we're going to start some discussion around it. But one of the girls already commented that she found the audiobook to be annoying, and I will say I'm on that same page. I'm an audiobooker, oh. so I don't really enjoy reading. I just get very distracted. My my brain wanders. But there's been a few times I've had to like either turn it off or just like turn it down a little bit because I'm like, okay, bitch, stop yelling at me. See that I don't like any audiobook, any audiobook because I can't stand the sound of someone reading to me, like their voice. I just, if I wanted to hear somebody talk, I'd call you or call one of my friends. I, I don't want to hear them. I'm very much like. Do you listen to podcasts? Yep. 
So what's the difference? Because I have control of how long I'm listening to it. I also will not listen to a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I won't. The, the thing with the podcast, though, is that I won't. Here's the difference. With a podcast that's longer than 30 to 45 minutes, I most likely will not listen to it unless it's something of like real value to me. The thing with the book is that if I'm, there's always going to be parts of a book that you don't really like. And I feel like you have to like get through. It's like kind of like you're just hearing somebody talk and you're like, make your fucking point. Make your point. I understand that you have like 700 pages here, but make your point. Where with the podcast, points made. Anytime a podcast is long, I can I can just pause it and break it up, you know, or I'll do other things. I don't know. I find I can focus more and I can change the speed of the book. So I never mm. listen to someone speak at like this pace and reading the book. I listen to someone speak at this pace and it goes really fast and it goes through and I can be like, okay, I'm, I'm getting it. Like, come at me, bring it. But also you have to notice like when someone's reading you a book, their tone doesn't really change. On a podcast, it's like you're high, you're low, you're funny, you're sad, you're extravagant, you're like, you're excited, you're not. Like a podcast, a book is literally, it sounds like somebody's doing this the whole time. Mm. That's yeah, that. maybe I just don't like the read on this one. Confession, I don't listen to podcasts. Oh. I started my own. I didn't really want to know what was out there. And I just, I, not that I didn't want to know what was out there. I didn't want to be influenced by other podcasts to be like, oh, this is what everyone's doing. I need to do that. Hmm. Smart. I just, you know, I just basically was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm starting a podcast. I don't give a shit what anyone's doing. This is my podcast. We're doing this. Um, and then of course we have friends that have started podcasts and, you know, <clears throat> almost died. Sorry. <laughs> we have friends that are, have started podcasts and of course I'll support those friends and like listen to theirs, but I wouldn't say that I'm a podcaster, like podcast listener, mm. which I find really interesting. I'll only listen to a podcast if I want to learn, like I'm, I'm not just, I don't just yeah. follow people that podcast. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. A specific. Like, yeah. It's very specific that I listen to it. So Anyways, I was just curious anyway. where you were on the book because there's some good juicy stuff that I was reading this morning and stuff like that. Anyway. Let's reconvene on the book next week. In terms yeah. of recaps for this week, <laughs> I don't think we really have any. I think maybe it would just be pour some wine, some spade and sparrows. I'm mm. still I'm still thinking about that wine. I put the rest of the white wine in my pasta yesterday. It's delicious. The disrespect cooking with a good wine honey you can't have a bottle of open wine after a few days it becomes cooking wine three to four days max on the fourth day it becomes cooking wine and i'll be honest i i always leave white wine to cook i'll purposely not finish a cup of wine nah that's a lie half a cup maybe yeah because i'm on this acne medication i can't really like really drink you know i can have like the odd nights where i have a couple glasses but it really, I just don't have like casual glasses of wine anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. want to open. I feel like I just have nice bottles at home. I don't want to open them that go to waste. So I just get excited when we're like, so are we going to open a bottle of wine tonight? <laughs> or like, yeah, you really like, <clears throat> you really, you drive it home when it's time to drink wine, you know, like in the freezer, two bottles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good wine though. Real good wine. You're telling me you don't put your wine in the freezer before people are coming over. Is that um, the first time you've done that? Yeah, I I'll put uh, I'll, I keep alcohol that we're using in the freezer, but not wine. Oh man, no. 
Next time you guys know you're having a girl's night or you're going to be needing some wine, obviously wine that needs to be cold, put it in the freezer a couple hours before it's going to be served and it's going to come out crisp like no other. Yeah. I also, my other wine hack is I put green grapes in the freezer because they'll, they'll freeze solid. And then I can use them if your wine's been sitting out and you want to, instead of putting ice cubes, you can put the green grapes mm. in. They taste really yummy after. That sounds delicious. And I'm not really a red drinker. I know I'm 31, don't really enjoy red. Gives me, like, it makes me feel, like, sloshy and sick and headache. I can't. No, I, I fall can't. asleep I when I drink red it. wine. Yeah, I get, like, ooh, like, sloppy drunk. Don't need that. Yeah. Anyways. Makes me tired. Anyways. I think that's week, this week's episode of a honey check. Takeaways, join the goddamn Facebook group. Yeah, why aren't you guys on that Facebook group? It's appalling. What are you doing? I don't know what you're doing. Like, really, though, what are you doing? Anyways, it's a good group. Also, I would love to hear some topics that you would want us to, like, girl talk about. So if you have any topics that you'd be like, I want to jam on on this. It was really funny because as we were telling your stories, I was like, should we talk about the first time we lost our virginity? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I I remember mine. I remember mine too, and it was not good. I'll tell you that much. Anyways, mine was um, really yeah, cute. So tell us mine wasn't. Tell <laughs> us what you guys want us to chat about. And um, honey checks meant to just have some fun, you know. Yeah, we basically, honestly, when we get on these calls, we say hi, honey. Hi, honey. Honey starts recording, and we just start shooting the shit. So we pretty much get on to these tangents that are not planned. Okay. Um, but they always end up being, we always end up bringing some value to the conversation though. Like, you know, hopefully we think so. uh, I think we relate to a lot of people. Good to know there's other psychopaths out there. Bye honey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of unfiltered with Allie. Just a friendly reminder that I have two episodes that drop every single week for you on Tuesdays and on Fridays. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And of course, leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at, at unfiltered with Allie. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes. Slide into my DMs and you can find the link for my free online community. This is designed for inspiring badass women all around the world. I can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.